Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's that time of year again. Play Frank, let's get it. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The band. WFAM. Yeah, what's up, New York City? It's another five hour KM to AM. I told you we've got three of these in a row. This is two out of three. Can't wait to talk to you. Can't wait to talk through all the sports and stories and topics and speculation. Keep McPherson on the fan till 12 a.m. We call this KM to AM. 87-7, 33-7, a six of six and two more sixes. We'll get you on 101.9 FM, the fan in New York, with the greatest sports fans in the world. As we are now approaching Wednesday, and that'll make it a week. Already a week since pitchers and catchers reported across the league. And we don't have to force the baseball conversation, but I will. I will. You know, I'm going to lead with that. I'd rather talk baseball because baseball has so many layers to it. I feel like it's one of those type of things that we can always have conversations around. I know a lot of you want to talk about Saquon Barkley and NFL free agency and landing spots. I think he should go to the Chargers. I think he should just dip across the country and go to L.A. But we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll save that. I know a lot of you want to talk about Blake Snell. I did that last night. I had uh, Brendan Cuddy from The Athletic come on, and we talked all about Blake Snell and how I don't think it's going to happen. And then I heard Big Mac get on last night and tell you it's not going to happen. And then I think Evan also told you it's not going to happen. BT, stay hopeful. Aaron Judge did kind of give you a wink-wink, maybe, today when Aaron Judge spoke to the media. And, ah, here we go, Yankee fans. It's a good time to be a Yankee fan, but it's a familiar time as well. This is the time for the hype. And what I always tell you, don't believe the hype. This is the hype capital, the Mecca, New York City, Market One. This is where we're going to hype everything, right? Aaron Rodgers is coming to town. Here come the Jets. They're going to win the Super Bowl. The Giants, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. They're going to step up and beat the Eagles this year, make it to the NFC Championship. Duds. And I mean, I'm so happy that the offseason passed because coming off the last baseball season, right, the Yankees and the Mets, the Yankees winning 99 games, getting to the ALCS, they got swept. The Mets winning 101 games and then being embarrassed on their own field in the wild card round. We thought last year's baseball season was going to take a step forward and both teams took a step back. And then here we are this year. And at the end of last year, Aaron Judge had a lot to say about the Yankees and changes being made. And man, when I listened to Judge today, he sounded genuinely happy about the new additions to the team. He was almost gushing over his new teammates talking about each guy you know he, he talked about how uh 
He, he was already working on his first step and been in the outfield with Trent Grisham. Yankee fans don't even mention Trent Grisham. I do. Yankee fans rather talk about Judge in center field. Judge said, jokingly, oh, yeah, they're making me play center field because I always get hurt and right. What else did Judge say today? He talked about Soto. He called Juan Soto, not himself, Juan Soto the greatest hitter out there. And he talked about how the Yankees have needed left-handed hitting. Uh, what else did Judge say, man? He talked about Verdugo. And I'm no fan of Verdugo. But maybe he saw that Red Sox number 99 in left field and said, yeah, we need that kind of guy on this team. He said he'd been preaching for a couple years now to go get Alex Verdugo. Got Doogie. He's wearing 24 now. And, man, I'm listening to Judge, the captain of the New York Yankees. I'm listening to Judge, the highest paid player on the Yankees, the 2022 AL MVP, the AL home run king. And they asked him about his toe, and he says it's something that they're, uh, you know, constantly monitoring, working on, getting treatment on. And I don't know. To me, <laughs> that's something that I think could flare up. But I'm not going to be pessimistic. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lean on the years past because. We want to win the World Series, all of us, more than anything in sports. All the time I spend watching games, writing notes, reading articles, talking to you on the fan about sports, the one thing I want to happen more than anything is for the Yankees to win the World Series. 877-337-6666. And the hype train has arrived. Aaron Judge says he gets up every day to bring a championship back to this city. And, uh... We want to put 82 and 80 behind us, and now is the time. We're days away from the first spring training game, and in a month I'll be down in Tampa, and then not long after that it's opening day, and then it's opening day in the Bronx, and these guys collectively as a group, Aaron Judge, speaking for the whole group as the leader, the best player, the captain, he said a lot of guys didn't have the season that they wanted last year, so they checked into Tampa early. As soon as the new year started, a lot of guys were there working out right after Christmas in the new year, January, to get started on 2024. And when you see Juan Soto out there doing the Soto shuffle, shout out to my boy Nasty Nestor. Struck him out three times. Had to say that. I almost wore my Nasty Nestor shirt. Had to say that because people are sleeping on what Nestor Cortez can be. Nestor's out for his respect this year. When I last talked to Nestor, he said he wasn't up here because he's down there locked in training working to get back to form, and the pressure's on. The pressure's on, and pressure's good, right? Garrett Cole told you pressure is a privilege. This is New York. This is the Yankees. They're used to pressure, and across town, I feel like the Mets and the Mets fans, you guys got it made right now. There's no pressure at all. Maybe David Stearns is smarter than we think, or no, he's an Ivy League guy. Maybe he's just that brilliant. He lowered the expectations. He lowered the bar. How can they fail when you're not expecting them to do anything? Anything that they do is going to be great. And when you actually look at all the moves that he made, you might not you might not know the names of the guys, but he made a lot of moves. He tinkered with the roster. It's a completely different team. There's a lot of guys that you hope can be something. There's a lot of guys that I know you're calling them lottery tickets, but there's a lot of guys in this parlay that if those legs hit, all of a sudden you might have a little bit of a competitive team. You definitely have a better bullpen. And you get Edwin Diaz back. If you've got a lead in some of these games, 
You should be able to shut the door. Mets fans, it's time to make it happen. The make it happen Mets are on the opposite side of the spectrum from the New York Yankees. As I'm watching the Yankees, and it's like Bernie Williams is there. Andy Pettit is there. Nick Swisher is there. CeCe Sabathia is there. Uh, Willie Randolph, all the heavy hitters. I'm like, man, I've seen this episode before. You bring back all the champions. You start talking that talk of 28, bringing a parade back to the city. And everybody gets hyped up and overreacts to spring training. John Carlos Stanton hit a bomb today. Good. Year 7G is upon us. Seven years as a Yankee for John Carlos Stanton. And he's got something to prove. But I look at the other side in Queens, and as they're having their press conference, you look at Carlos Mendoza, he's such an unknown, right? And all the pressure's on Aaron Boone in the last year of his contract. This is the first year for Carlos Mendoza, who was his right-hand man. We don't know what Mendy's going to be. The bar is low. The expectations are low. You set your expectations low. You can't be disappointed. They're asking Carlos Mendoza about DJ Stewart. What? Like, expectations for DJ Stewart? And if you ever hear me talk about DJ Stewart, I said he's a wannabe Yankee killer. And Mendy went back to his time as a wannabe Yankee killer when he played for the Baltimore Orioles. He turned it on against the Yanks. And he turned it on last year for the Mets and said he wanted to be here. They're expecting him to contribute. I mean, you're looking at Mets camp, and we're looking at former Yankees like Harrison Bader. Ew. He's got a beard now. He's got an orange cap now. He doesn't look the same. Luis Severino. Oh, we're rooting for you, Sevy. L-G-Y-M. Let's go, Yankee Mets. The Make It Happen Mets, baby. I mean, all you got to do is win a little bit. All you got to do is not lose every series in June. And you're going to have a good time. 877-337-6666. We're going to look around the league tonight. Who would you rather be? The Mets and the Mets fans? The Yankees and the Yankee fans? You got to win, right? Because some people will tell you, Juan Soto's gone after this year. Verdugo's gone after this year. Glaber Torres gone after your Boone. Boone's last year of his contract. They have to win it all. That's hard to do. And they haven't done it in 15 years. Someone asked me on the fan, and I think even online, you taking the Yankees to win the World Series? I said, if I'm taking the Yankees or the field as my options, I'm taking the field. I love the Yankees. Check back with me when we get to October. When you look at the Mets, the Mets are going to be a middle-of-the-pack team. But when we get to October, middle-of-the-pack teams make the postseason now. It's an expanded postseason. So all you got to do is hang around and get hot. And stay healthy and play your best ball at the right time. And who knows? Everybody's pointing to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Who knows what you could be? So, man, Will Salmon is going to join me tonight. He's the Mets beat reporter for The Athletic. We'll have him on first at 8.15 because I just think that this was a hell of a plan. You've got some young guys like Francisco Alvarez, Mark Vientos, Brett Beatty. At some point later in the season, here comes Ronnie Mauricio. Shh, quiet. Just keep it quiet. Keep a low profile. Francisco Lindor, he's ready to play. Starling Marte said he's going to play 170 games. Brandon Nimmo's got something to prove. He got his center fielder money. Jeff McNeil's trying to have a bounce back here. Oh, they're not going to extend Pete Alonso. He's got a chip on his shoulder the size of a boulder. That could be very useful for the Mets and the Mets fans. 877-337-6666.
Everyone's favorite Red Sox fan is going to join me, Jared Carabas, at 9.15 because I saw a fat boy Devers showed up today looking the opposite of John Carlos Stanton. And he had a lot to say. Yo no say, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, 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 can't, even, I can't even speak on certain things. Raphael Devers looking like Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. He's sitting up there saying he wanted them to do more. So we're going to tap in with Carabas, the biggest Red Sox fan there is. And see what he thinks about Devers showing up looking like Pablo Sandoval. Yesterday, I told you, if uh, if Stanton shows up weighing 220 and he bats 220, you guys aren't going to be talking about how he showed up in camp. Actually, I'll take 220. Give me 30 bombs. Get on base. Stay healthy. But yeah, we're going to talk baseball with Carabas. Carabas, the host of the Baseball is Dead podcast. Carabas and I have been going back and forth for some time now. We can definitely talk it. We're going to talk all the things around our great game. And I'm going to talk to you, the Yankee fan, the Met fan, or the fan of some other random team, the Phillies maybe. Did you see that the Phillies offered more money than everybody else for Yashinobu Yamamoto? <laughs> what I tell y'all? I told you this guy was just uh, looking for free meals. <laughs> I told you Yashinobu Yamamoto is like the girl on the dating app just matching with everybody she can match with. Probably already had a, a boyfriend. <laughs> like he, Yashinobu Yamamoto has a boyfriend. It's Otani. He was always going to be a Dodger. But then he went on a little date with Steve Cohen, Brian Cashman. <laughs> $325 million. They can have him. They can have him. I'm so ready for this baseball season to start. I'm so ready for us to have actual games to talk about. I, I can't do all the hype and speculation from spring training because every year... It erases. It evaporates. It means nothing. We do all this for a couple weeks, and then you forget about it in a month or two. Yeah, there's rumors around the Yankees. The Yankees front office still having conversations about adding pitching. Yeah, duh. They're not done until it's pencils down on July 30th. Is it Blake Snell? Not unless Blake Snell wants to get crafty with the baseball Bond villain Scott Boris and come up with a deal that's not going to hurt the Yankees against the luxury tax. But yeah, they should be looking for more pitching because we all know if you think you're winning the World Series, you kind of need two frontline starters. You need two aces. And we don't know what Rodon's going to be. I'm glad he lost some weight. I'm glad his velocity's up on his fastball. Is he going to be able to pitch a whole season? Marcus Stroman, I'm glad he's swagging. He put on the pinstripes. He went out there, threw his live BP in a full Yankee uniform. He couldn't wait. This guy's showing up every day with vintage Yankee merch. Good. Good. Say less. Do more. Let's see it. It's almost time. We're going to have some real games to talk about. But for now, we'll speculate. We'll take everything that we can get coming out of spring training from Tampa to Arizona. You know, I just saw the Arizona Diamondbacks. And them they're, they're talking about leaving Phoenix. They're talking about maybe going to Tennessee, Nashville. Because you know baseball is going to expand. So there's plenty of things to talk about in baseball from Rod Man, uh, Rob Manfred calling it quits in five years. Those janky jerseys that we're seeing with the small last names and the MLB man dropped below the collar. And what else did I have? Oh, Jason Dominguez. Yeah, hype me up, Jason Dominguez. Jason Dominguez is ahead of schedule. Sure, sure thing. Let's see it. Let's see it. So I'll take you through all the baseball conversations. I'll mix in the Saquon Barkley free agent and, uh, you know, draft conversation. Oh, I saw something that come across my timeline today. Trade proposal. 
Mike Tannenbaum says that the Giants should trade for that number one pick. Send Daniel Jones packing. Damage good. Somebody the other night thought I called Daniel Jones Damage Jones. I'm like, that might be a good nickname for him. Damage Jones. Who wants him? The Bears? Hell no. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up and join the show. 87-7. 33-7. A six, a six, and two more sixes. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KM to AM. Keith McPherson on the fan. I feel a little bit better today. I will bring my A game. I did not have my A game yesterday, but that's what's great about this, right? These shows are daily. We get another one and another one. I'll have another five-hour show tomorrow night, so let's enjoy this one tonight. 877-337-6666. We're still talking puck. We're still basking in the NHL stadium series. I mean, what's on tonight? NBA's not back on yet. The NHL is on. The Rangers picking up right where they left off. They're up one nothing right now on the Dallas Stars. And my Devils are down, but that's okay. The Devils seem to go down most of their games, you know, not in the stadium series. But they'll come back. They're in uh, D.C. facing the Capitals. And it's scoreless with the Islanders and the Penguins. Let's get to the phones. Kimmy and Lynn Croft, ladies first. You're on. Keith, I was at that game on Sunday. It was so exciting. I can't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. We're talking baseball didn't start yet. Football's over. We got to talk about the real team. I know you're a devil fan, but come on. New York Rangers are the real team. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I didn't get to go to the game on, on Saturday night. I'm happy that you got to go. I'm happy that the Rangers fans are feeling it. We need it. We need positive energy. We need a winning team that represents New York City. And then everybody just believes they can do it. And we go on that ride and see what happens. Oh, Keith, it was unbelievable, that game. It was it was loud. It was New York. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, it was New Jersey, but it was very New York. And also, it was perfectly timed. It's the week after the Super Bowl on a Sunday in a football stadium. Like, I just think it was well executed. I'm glad that people got to go out there. 80,000 people uh, over the two days, like 150,000 people. It was great to see nationally that everybody could see the New Jersey feel and how much we do like hockey in this area, how Islanders fans, Rangers fans, Devils fans, even Flyers fans came up the turnpike to show out and fill that building up. Oh, it was it was amazing. It, the New York Fire Department, the Police Department, it was just you just felt it the minute you walked into that parking lot and it just kept it just kept going and how it ended all oh, was unbelievable. Yeah, storybook ending, amazing game. I feel like they didn't miss. They didn't miss on anything. It was well thought out, well planned, well executed. I tip my cap to the NHL. It's a good time to be a hockey fan. It's a good time to be a hockey fan right now. I hope we keep it going. My boy Fox just scored, so so far so good. Thanks for the call, Kimmy. You Rangers fans are on one. I know it. I'm I'm not hating on it. Winning streak. You're feeling it. That was the game. You get another win tonight. I know the phones are going to be ringing with Rangers fans. I'm I'm here for it. It is what it is. My allegiance is with the Devils. 
and that's perfectly fine. I'm a radio host in New York. I'm physically standing in New York right now. I get it. I know what's going on. It'll turn into a Rangers town in two months if the Rangers are still at the top and winning like they're winning and people will start to believe. It's been how many years since 94? Three decades? Yeah. Might be time. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Neil in Smithtown on the fan. What's up, Neil? Keith, how are you today? Good, good. Feeling a little better? Uh, well, you sounded great. Uh, I like your opening because uh, I like your, your take on baseball. Just because I'm a Mets fan, and when you talk about having low expectations, I think that's what a lot of Mets fans have just because everybody waited for David Stearns to pull a trigger over the winter, and he never really did. And, you know, when the Yankees actually got the, made the big move and got Soto, it was just like, oh, boy, now the Yankees are going to be – the talk of the town, and God bless them. I'm, I love the Yankees too, but my my first team is the Mets. My first, my first thing I wanted to say though about the Mets is, um, do you think the reason why they got rid of Buck Showalter is because he wasn't really um, acquiescing with the um, uh, analytics department when they'd say things like, no. oh, you know, Nimmo went three four four last night. I a hundred percent believe you bring in a new president of baseball operations, you have to let that guy pick the guy that he's going to be working with every day, and that's how you end up with a first-time manager in Carlos Mendoza, who he's literally going to meet with day and night on what they're doing with the lineup, with the bullpen, with the rotation, with the farm system, with guys coming up, being sent back down. like They're, they're going to be in lockstep. Carlos Mendoza is working for David Stearns. Buck Showalter being as seasoned and uh, having as much experience and just you know having his head on the way that he has it on as far as what he wanted to do. It worked for the Mets in a 101-win season. It didn't work last year. They moved on because you, you can't pair uh, Buck Showalter with the new president of baseball op- operations. You got to let that guy start new with a guy that, like, Carlos Mendoza was the second option, right? Craig Council was the first option. That's what we all thought, right? Craig Council was coming here, and that relationship already existed with David Stearns. Uh, the Mets missed well, on I, that, and they, they no, pivoted. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, they, they, they pivoted to Mendoza, a first time manager, which, like, to me, I'm like, okay, that came out of nowhere. I know. Cashman saying his praises, saying, oh, yeah, it was only a matter of time until he became a manager. But, like, I had him nowhere on the bingo card. Well, to be honest with you, I kind of like it just because I, I hopefully he'll have a great relationship with all the Spanish-speaking players on the team. Yes. Bingo. And I think, I think that's going to be a huge plus because they, you know, and also this is a fresh start. So uh, I wanted to also ask you, too, though, about the Yankees because – uh, I grew up with Volpe's dad. I, I I love Anthony Volpe. I just think he's special. I'm wondering if they'll consider putting him in the leadoff spot because if they do, with with Soto and Judge behind him, they would have to pitch to him. And I just think it would be a better opportunity to get his wheels on base to to, to start games off. Yeah, shout out to the Volpe family. Michael is great. Um, the whole family is great. I've had the opportunity to meet him, his wife, uh, Anthony. And um, I, I know there's a lot of people talking about Anthony leading off. I'll say this. Last year, I felt a kind of way about a 21-year-old kid turning 22 and having to do so many different things. He's got to take the weight of, oh, he's homegrown. He's local. He met Derek Jeter, Yankee shortstop, Vulpening day. And they moved this kid around in the lineup so many different times. Okay, now you're going to bat seventh. 
You're going to bat ninth, no bat six, no lead off for us. That's a lot to ask of a young man that didn't get the proper time in the minor leagues to develop. Now, he is a prodigy, superstar, potentially all of that. But, like, this year, I, I don't want to rush it to say that Volpe is the leadoff hitter. I listened to Aaron Judge today talk about how Alex Verdugo has let off plenty of games for the Red Sox. There's a guy. DJ LeMayu has let off plenty of games for the New York Yankees. There's a guy. Glaber Torres has also been in that leadoff spot before. Let Volpe continue to develop. It's his second year facing Major League Pitching. I want this kid to get comfortable because if he's comfortable where he is, that's when we'll actually see the true player that he is. He'll be able to grow and take that step forward. Having him face everyone starting pitcher first, I'd rather not get to that point so fast. I I think it could potentially happen later in the season or next year or down the road, but like he's still a young guy, and uh, this is a huge year. There's a ton of hype and expectations. I felt like the Yankees did him a disservice last year. Like, come on, kid, save us. Do this, do that. And it's like, that that's not, I don't know, that didn't uh, turn into much success. You know what? Great points, Keith. I really, really appreciate you. And uh, I can tell you're a true fan. And to be honest with you, like with all the all the pressure on him, he, he still he had his moments. Uh, he yeah. had some clutch moments, grand slams, walk-offs, home runs, stolen bases, so won the golden a, glove because th- yeah, that, the, the, cool kid, glove. the kid is a ball player. He loves the game. He's he's put he the work in. He he's taking a, a, a hundred ground balls an hour. Like the kid is 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 like that, but he's still a kid, and that's what I feel like. The Yankees just were like fast forwarding him, right? They wouldn't send him down, and I, and I respect that because they said we're riding with you. But like you're asking a lot of a kid with the world on his shoulders. He loves the Yankees. He's a Yankee fan. He wants the Yankees to win every game just as much as the rest of us. Bring him on a little slower this year. You have Judge. Soto, Stanton, all these other guys. Let those guys face the uh, starting pitchers first. Hide Volpe lower in the lineup, and he's going to be a really sneaky bat for us this year. Keith, great to talk with you. Thanks, man. I hope you have a great night, and uh, keep up the terrific work. Really appreciate you, bro. Neil, thanks for the call. Back to what you know, we were talking about with the Mets, too. With Carlos Mendoza, I've been watching him talk to the media. He's he's such a, a contrast from Buck Showalter. And I think that's going to help this team as well. All right, Buck Showalter with the media. And I love Buck. Uh, If you've ever heard me talk about Buck when he was on the Yes Network with the Yankees, I said, Buck will say some things that you've never heard. Buck has uh, puns and he's witty and he sees the game of baseball differently than anybody I've heard speak about baseball. He, He just, he has a way about himself. But that sometimes can be distracting from like what's actually going on. Um, And also like the media, like, you know, him making the media laugh, like, now nah, let's get down to business. I think Mendoza is going to be straight about baseball, get down to business. He's going to send the message that Stearns and Cohen want him to send. Uh, that's one part of his personality. He's a first-time manager, so we don't know what to expect. I'm sure he's going to have his learning curve. He's going to take his lumps. He's going to make mistakes. That's that's fine. That's fine because the expectations aren't high. The expectations for Buck Showalter were super high. That's his last go-round. We all knew that, Right. Buck Showalter was waiting in the wings. Who's going to get Buck Showalter? The Mets get him. Mary Buck miss. We got Buck Showalter. He's the adult in the room. Finally, right? Someone to uh, lead the lead the charge that's got experience. And they moved on from him because now David Stearns is leading the charge. And I think there there is something to be said about Carlos Mendoza and his connection with the Latin players, um, even just being able to speak their first language and being able to connect and relate to them on a different level, I think that is going to go a long way. Not saying Buck Showalter could not, but like there's just there's just levels to it. He's younger. 
He, he's Latin himself, Hispanic himself, and uh, those guys can come to him. They can come to him and say some things differently than they probably would approaching Buck. I just look at the Mets right now, and I say, what would you rather have? Low expectations that you could easily surpass, where you could, you know, like, the bar is set so low where you could easily jump it. Like, if you start off the season hot, everybody is on your side. Even if you fail, people are going to say, ah, well, we weren't expecting much. Or would you rather be on the other side where the expectations are going to be sky high for the Yankees, right? I hear the talk about Juan Soto and we can't boo Juan Soto. The hell with that. What are you talking about? Everybody gets booed. Judge got booed. Stan, who we're all applauding the way he looks, he got booed. Coming over here, right? This is a one-year guy. There's going to be Yankee fans booing his ass for sure if he struggles, if he strikes out three times in a game like he struck out against Nestor Cortez three times today. It's just practice. But I'm saying nobody is above the Bronx cheer. And now the expectations are so high, the Yankees got to go undefeated the first month of the season. 877-337-6666. My guy Josh is in the Bronx where the Yankees play. Keith, I'm telling you. When they brought up the young guys, the Yankees and the Mets, when they brought up the young guys from the farm system, man, and they're taking a look at what they've got, stay low until you come up. That's what you said, right? Keith McPherson, tell me something cool. Have a great show, and thank you for taking my call as always, sir. (laughs) Well done, Josh. Yeah, stay down until you come up. I mean that really with your fandom. Just stay down with your team. And sometimes you're going to be really down, like my Nets fans. I know Sean Marks spoke. I didn't listen to it. I don't care. I'm still a Nets fan. I did talk in Nets podcast today, and I said no one was surprised that they fired the coach. No one was surprised at the interim hire. Go out there and win. Go out there and salvage the season. Go out there and do something, and then find a way to be consistent. The Brooklyn Nets lack consistency. There's no consistency. They haven't had a consistent home. They haven't had a consistent head coach. They haven't had a consistent, you know what I'm saying? They can't even have a consistent roster. Draft players that stay here and sign players that stay here and consistently play and that are on the floor that night in and night out we can actually root for. And then the fan base will come right back to the building. Then the fan base will buy tickets and root and cheer and yell and scream for the home team. The building won't be taken over by people that are just helicoptering in to see Luka Doncic or Steph Curry. But back to the Yankees. Yeah. With the young guys coming up, I'm super excited to watch these spring training games. I think I'm going to be quietly more locked in than ever. I want to I want to see what the pitching depth is. I want to see what the depth is behind these superstars. I'm not going to be blinded by the shiny objects that the Yankees have in Juan Soto and Aaron Judge. Like, let's see who they actually have. Let's see who's who's behind these guys. Because if I know, like you know, the Yankees lead the league in IL trips. They're going to be hurt. They're going to be banged up. You can you can you can bet on it. If there was a bet in FanDuel for IL trips over and under, I don't even know what number to set on it. I would bet it. It's just the Yankee way. <laughs> That's just what the Yankees do. And I know they've got new facilities now. And I heard Aaron Judge talk about, oh, they got a bunch of gadgets in there, you know, to help him with his toe. Good. Can we get a season where guys stay healthy? You know they're gonna rest, guys. You know there's gonna be scheduled rest. You know somebody's gonna be hot one day and then out of the lineup on a getaway day to give them that double off day before they get on the plane or whatnot. So I, like, I want to see what young guys we have, what backups we have too. And also looking into the future, maybe, maybe Juan Soto doesn't stay with the Yankees, but I've got, I, I've got 10 things to line up for you. Why Juan Soto would be wise to stay with the Yankees and why he's inclined to stay with the Yankees. 
but Spencer Jones exists. I want to see what Spencer Jones looks like. I saw him out there in Seattle in the Futures game. I saw him next to Dave Winfield. I saw his swing, that left-handed. So I'm like, are they planning on turning this kid into the left-handed Aaron Judge? Let's see it. Some of the pitching prospects. Let's see it. Like, this is what spring training is for. Miss me with all the hype and all the expectations. It all falls flat. We get it every year. The Yankees, the 27-time World Series champs. Like, we get it. World Series, World Series, World Series, championship, parade, parade, parade. You have to build it. You You have to literally build a championship roster and team. So, yeah, you shouldn't be done looking for pitching. You shouldn't be done looking for every possible thing that could help this team. All the other teams, all 29 other teams in the New York Yankees are now in camp. Get on the phone. See what's going on in these other spots. Maybe somebody wants to make a trade, make a move. Maybe you have a surplus of something that you could give away. Let's go to my guy Dominic in East Rochester on the fan. What up, Dom? Keith McPherson. Hey. You sound better tonight, my friend. Yeah, I uh, I didn't get the greatest of sleep, but I went home last night. I took Benadryl, NyQuil. I just... I loaded up, and then I hit the day quill, everything. Today, I just was like, yo, I got to, like, it's hard to focus. It's hard when you're, everyone knows that's listening. When you're sick, it's hard to read. It's hard to speak. It's hard to do a five-hour show. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm down here in Nashville where my son lives now, and I got a knee replacement while I was down here. How you feeling? Re- How you holding up? I'm okay. It's 21 days in the house. I'm going nuts. But, oh, wow. Uh, Cabin I fever. Any... Is it cold down there? I'm sure it's, it's, it's got to oh, be. Oh, it's been cold down here. It's not supposed to be this cold. I mean, it was nice today. It was 50 today. But my first week here was zero and it snowed 10 inches. Yeah, that's tough. That's they tough. said it doesn't snow here. It snowed 10 no, inches. No, it does. It stayed it does. on the ground a week. <laughs> it definitely does. And, and they're, they're expanding. <laughs> Are the people down there in Tennessee talking about an MLB team coming to Nashville? I don't know. i just hearing this today. I just... Just texted my son. He's out of town. That uh, this was a possibility. That'd be great. Yeah, I think that's something that Manfred. That'd be great. Manfred's going to make sure before he's done that everything is in line for them to expand to Nashville. And I also saw Salt Lake City as a potential spot. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Before I got the knee, he took me to a, a, a hockey game. Who is it? The Predators. Yeah, go Preds. They're big Man, on the Preds down there. I mean. I know they're not very good, but what a what a tremendous show they put on at that arena. Yeah, they, and the, the people are crazed with the team. They're nuts. that's why they know they they put a baseball team there. The Titans aren't very good, but they have a faithful fan base. The Predators they put a baseball team there. Look at the the Arizona Diamondbacks today. Their front office people are talking about, hey, like um, we're expanding. We could move this team to Nashville. I'll tell you- I'll tell you, Keith, it's a hell of a lot bigger city than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, I'm not in the city. We're about 30 miles outside of the city. It's nice. We're in a boondocks about with the rednecks. But, you know, and I, I like it out here. I do, too. I flew in there before I went to Bonnaroo in 2019. Bonnaroo is in Manchester, Tennessee. But uh, I, I spent some time in uh, Nashville just for the day before we ended up getting our rental car and driving out to Bonnaroo. And I'm like... I went and saw Nissan Stadium. I went and saw all the bars, the live music, the food, the hot chicken out there, all of that. I'm like, they've got a nice little spot down there. Well, I'm in White Bluff, Tennessee, and I'll tell you what's in White Bluff, Tennessee. Nothing. That's what's <laughs> there. There's, there's, a gas there a and, there's a gas station and a post office, and they're in the same building. That's what here at White Bluff. 
So anyway, Keith, you know, on the baseball, listen, Neil made a nice call, but Neil, you can't be both a Yankee fan and a Mets fan. Come on now. You, oh, there's you, a you, lot of those around <laughs> here. You're like, <laughs> they play both sides, depending on the year. It, it's sides. funny, Dom. Like, as I say, the expectations are low for the Mets fan. They're right back to where they were. Like, they were punching above their weight class for the last couple years with King Cohen, Steve Cohen, thinking that they had a super team and could buy a championship. Now they're right back to, like, all right, well, I don't think we're going to be very good. Look at the Yanks. <laughs> You know, you've been right in my wheelhouse tonight. You were using Volpe as an example. Batting first, batting eighth, batting sixth, batting fourth, batting over here. And, you know, I'm complaining about something that hasn't happened already, but I can see it coming. First of all, they're talking about DJ being the leadoff man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, what are you, nuts? <laughs> I mean, other than Trevino, he's the slowest guy. One more on the time. Team. We'll try it one more again. One more time, DJ. Lead us off. And I like DJ, but, you know, he, listen, he's fading a little. You know, he's got to be pushed down the lineup. And, you know, listen, it's either got to be Verdugo or or or, 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 or the kid, Volpe. You know, forget about it. That's it. You know, quit with this. But most importantly, Keith, and I know it's not going to happen. I tell you, I'm complaining about it already. Shame on me. Is, you know, put the guys in a spot and leave them there. So yes. also, Keith, uh, I'm sick about listening to this about this Rodan already. Yeah, you know now with the thing, baseball's really not that important to me. This oh that, Rendon, uh, Anthony Rendon, yeah, Rendon, yeah. Well, that's just, different than Carlos Rodon. Yes, uh, I've yeah, been saving well, you, my takes on that. I, I've been saving my thoughts on that. But but go on. No, I, I, just play baseball, will you? For crying out loud, my God, you know, you, you know, what would you and I give to be? We'd play for nothing. Are you Man, kidding me? You I know, wish I was last... good at baseball. It's a forever regret that I spent so much time playing football. I wish I played more baseball. I know. Well, I played till I was forty-four, but certainly not. How much you know, money did you make off of it? What was your contract? Was your contract a? Uh, a fifth of Anthony Rendon's contract. I know. I know. Last thing for me, Keith, is, you know, Stanton, he's trimmed down this. I don't care. Me and either. I don't care what his batting average is. Give me 35 to 40 home runs, wow, 90 to 100 RBIs. <laughs> you know, uh, in other words, great. play 100 games. If he plays 100 games, He'll hit 35 home runs and knock in 90 runs. Yeah. I'm, That's all he's got to do is play. I couldn't put a you dollar know. on that bet judging off the last six years, Dom. You know, he's soft. He's soft. <laughs> I don't – this guy's a pansy. Listen, <laughs> oh, I, I said take it was a break, Dom. Thing, Dom, we're up against it, Dom. Appreciate you. <laughs> Eight seven seven. Three three seven sixty six sixty six. We're rolling. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Pushing through, man. It's winter time. Everybody's sick. Everybody's got a cold. Everybody's uh, waiting for the spring. Hope spring's eternal. We're almost there. Maybe you're heading down to Tampa for spring training or Point Port St. Lucie, or maybe you're going to Arizona. Uh, I'll be out there in a month. Looking forward to it and. I'm watching everything coming out of the baseball world, and we're going to definitely talk more about a bunch of things tonight. Reminder, in about 20 minutes, Will Hammond will join me. Will Hammond. His name is not Will Hammond. Excuse me. Will Salmon will join me. Mets beat reporter from The Athletic. We're going to talk Mets. L-G-Y-M. Let's go Yankee Mets. And then Jared Carabas will join me 
at a quarter after nine. We're just going to talk general baseball. I think baseball fans will enjoy the conversation between myself and Carabas. It's not going to be just back and forth Yankees versus Red Sox. We're going to talk about the entire league. And, of course, we'll talk Yankees, Red Sox. But now let's see if I can get another call in before we go to the break. Evan in Jersey City, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, thanks for taking my call. First time in a long time. I just want to talk about the Mets-Yankees. I'm a big Mets fan. Um, and I feel like this season could be different. You know, last season, you know, we had a little hiccup, you know, winning, you know, not as many games as we would like to, obviously. And I feel like the guys we brought in um, this offseason could get us over that hump. I know a lot of them are, you know, former Yankees. But I feel like, you know, Severino is something to prove. And, you know, some of the other guys on our team, you know, if they can, if everybody can really stay healthy, I feel like we have a good chance. And I also want to just talk about the Yankees a little, even though I'm a Mets fan. I feel happy for the Yankees. I'm glad you guys traded for Juan Soto, man. He's going to be a beast. You guys have a really good team. You guys have, I feel like, the all-around best team in the league. I know you guys need, you know, you guys say you guys need pitching and stuff, but you know, you got Garrett Cole, Rodon's coming back. Hopefully he's going to be better than last year, you know. He also had a little hiccup. So I feel like just both teams in the New York area could do definitely big things this year. What do you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't think the Mets win 75 games. I think they win maybe 10, 15 more games. Who knows? Uh, at their ceiling. Like, I, I just think that if everything clicks and they stay healthy, they're going to be a middle-of-the-pack team, and they're going to get hot. So hot that I don't see there being a month where – they lose every series. Like people forget that June, they couldn't win a series last year. That almost never happens, even to the Oakland A's or the Pittsburgh Pirates. And they're not a poverty franchise. They have the richest owner in the sport. This is New York. They have guys that are in the prime of their career. They have young guys that want to prove it. They have guys that are trying to get paid. They have guys that are trying to ex- extend their careers on one-year deals. So when that all comes together, they're going to go out there and compete. So I think you know, with the bar being set so low and expectations so low. The only way to look is up, and who knows? Maybe they're able to yeah. string together uh, 85 wins. Uh, who knows? 87, max 90 probably. But I don't. Even, I won't put a max on it, man. I'm just thinking that last yeah. year, 75 wins, so much had to go wrong, and I don't expect that much yeah. to go wrong. And I think the clubhouse is going to be a lot better than it was last year. And on the Yankees side, now the Yank the Yankees got to win 100 games again, right? The Yankees got to win the division yeah. again. The Yankees got to get to October and win the World Series, and that's hard to do. But that's the expectations. Yeah. They all know it. They all carry it. And now they've got Juan Soto, which adds another layer of attention and expectations to oh, yeah. Aaron Judge and everybody else. Um, I don't know, man. Pressure is a privilege. But uh, the Yankee fan, a lot of Yankee fans aren't content with this offseason. A lot of Yankee fans I still see are saying, this is the same team they just added Soto. That's not what Judge is saying. Judge is happy nope. with his new teammates. And that's not what um, that's not what they're saying as far as this pitching staff, this rotation they feel like if these guys stay healthy, they have a pretty solid rotation. When you look across the league, that is true if they stay healthy, but it's a huge if. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call, Keith. I love listening to you. You're a great night- nighttime host. Thanks, Evan. Shout out to Jersey City. Let's keep it rolling. We got a break right here. 8 o'clock hour coming. 